All right, guys, but we're trying to record again together. Bum, bum, bum. In the same room. In the same room. It never works out well. Uh, it's going to be awesome. Um, it's not bright enough over here. Then turn the light on. You got a wiggle? <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. Okay. Okay. I'm supposed to let her know when I have to wiggle. So expect lots of random pauses in the middle. <laughs> Psst, Kelly, I got a wiggle. Psst, Kelly, pause it. I got a wiggle real quick. All the wiggles, all the time. Are we going to have a conversation in the... Wait, we're going to be in a car tomorrow. Are we going to listen to ourselves talk in the car instead yes. of talking in the car? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Would you like to talk? No, I want to listen to us talk from because last night. Because I can listen to us talk all day. That's a good thing. I mean, <laughs> I don't know about y'all. I hope so. You didn't tell me you had to wiggle. Look at this bruise. What happened? Who's abusing you? It was a control arm, Skills. a kamikaze control arm. It just jumped right off the shelf onto my leg. I don't believe you. For real. And then look at this one. Oh, that's a hair. hair. That's a hair. That's not a bruise. Look at that. Did someone bite you? That looks like a bite mark. It is not a bite mark. It looks like you had your arm around someone's throat and they were trying to bite <laughs> your hand off. That's too small. That's like a little baby bite. Why are we hurting a baby? Because babies suck. They really, I like legitimately, that's what they do. They I, kinda, really I like babies, though. I do like babies. Babies are awesome. Once Actually, start, I like kids. <laughs> no, I don't like kids. I know you don't. Once they start walking and talking, I don't want anything to do with them. Because they, they take up too much of your talking time. They do. Like, guys, I'm trying to talk. I have so much more to say than they do. You don't. Have you met my child? I mean, but we're kind of the same. Literally. Shh, please don't speak every moment. But. (laughs) Silence is okay once in a while. No. Like when we both look behind us today. That was hilarious. (laughs) All right, so. (laughs) We had a movie night tonight with my kid. And uh, I set up like this little fake concession stand. There were prices on everything. And. Riley was taking forever to pick or something, and I, I told her she needed to hurry up because she was taking the space from all my other customers, and Ashley and Riley, at exactly the same moment, turned around and looked all the way around my <laughs> empty living room. <laughs> and then turned around and looked at the other side of the empty living room at exactly the same time. I am a seven-year-old. I finished this this morning. Good job. Yeah. I watched a... Um, it was a lot. D- uh, it's... And it's very confusing. It is. So, good luck. Good luck, y'all. Good yeah, luck oh, trying yeah, to follow this, along. This one's going to be... There's a lot of twists and turns to this one. All the twists. On all the turns. <laughs> Nailed it. So, how's your week? I don't have anything to say. I know, because we've already been hanging out. We didn't talk, though. It's true. Because I, I think I was saving it for tomorrow in the core. We'll oh, be yeah. too busy singing Kelly Clarkson. It doesn't matter. Hanselton. We're not singing Hanselton. One of us isn't. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not singing Hanselton. <laughs> Somebody doesn't know all the words. I have to do one for you. You can put your headphones in and be quiet, and I'll listen to my music. But you have to let me sing one for you, because I know all the words to it, and it's really impressive. But your heart's upside down. Because you're breaking my heart right now. Oh. Because <laughs> I can't rap to you while it's playing, like the movie's playing, because it'll be distracting, because I'm so awesome. Hello. Oh, were we doing sexy voice? I was just telling the mic hello. We hadn't spoken specifically to the mic tonight. Hi. I feel like turned and looked at you a little bit. Oh. <laughs> That's usually what happens. We're done. That's <laughs> uh, usually what happens. It looks at you. That's never mind. Okay. What? Hey guys, I'm Kelly and I'm Ashley, and welcome to a date with murder. Knees all night. Are, are you trying to get my pants? Mm-hmm. No? Yeah. My pants are cute though. They're cute. Anyway, 
right, guys, our case today is from September 28, 2000. I feel like I want to try and read this in a law and order voice. <laughs> right? Like, this is what I was thinking when I did it. All right, let me try it. Hold on. I, I, don't, know, I don't think I'm going to be able to do it. I'm going to laugh. Okay. David Cam and his wife, Kimberly, and their children, Brad and Jill, age seven and five, all lived in Georgetown, Indiana. David was a retired Indiana State Trooper. David spent 13 years in custody before he was eventually found not guilty for killing his family. This is his story. Bomb, bomb. <laughs> <laughs> that was really fun. You nailed it. You seriously nailed it. Oh my God. That's why I put things like this in here. It's <laughs> really fun. Because while I was typing it, I was saying it in that voice. Uh, oh, it really made me be able to ignore the horrors that I just read there. <laughs> Trauma. Right. All right. Oh, this is a rough one. Um, on the night of September 28, 2000, Kimberly, Brad, and Jill were last seen around 7 p.m. and they were headed home from swim practice. During this same time, David was at a nearby gym playing basketball. He returned home around 9.30 and discovered his family. He noticed his wife Kim on the garage floor. She didn't have any pants on and her shoes were placed neatly on top of their Bronco. Jill was dead in the back seat, having been shot in the head. David thought Brad was still alive, so he attempted to pull him from the vehicle and perform CPR. Unfortunately, he was also already dead. He had lost his entire family. Later, one of David's defense attorneys, Stacy Uliana, um, said about Kim's 18 cuts and bruises. She fought long and she fought hard. She fought for her children. And so I'm already about to cry. <laughs> I was just going to say, I, it's rare that stories get to me because uh -huh. I'm so cold-hearted and uh -huh. desensitized from it. But this one, I kept procrastinating a lot because I just, I didn't want to know anymore. It, it, I didn't want to learn awful. anymore about it. I didn't want to hear any of the details, nothing. I, I want to know parts of it. No parts. Mm-mm. But it's why I have to make jokes in the middle of it, because if not, then I get upset and I cry. I know. And I just sound like I'm cold-hearted. Yes. Kind of am, but I that's all right. I just lost an eyelash. <gasps> that was my favorite eyelash. <laughs> <laughs> it was the one you were closest to. <laughs> oh. Okay. Okay. I'm sweating. After police had arrived at the scene, the Floyd County prosecutor, Stan Faith, arrived also. He's garbage. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> he is, but yeah. she's, jumping, she's spoiler, jumping ahead. Spoiler, he's garbage. He made the decision to call a private forensic analyst based out of Oregon, Rodney Englert. Englert? Sure. Okay. Englert has since said that blood spatter analysis is a subjective field that is only partly scientific. Um, but Englert couldn't... What? What? <laughs> Englert. I can't. I can't. His name is weird. Like it, it should be Engelbert or something. Like it's, or it's like it's missing. Engelhart. Or just Engel. Engel. Englert. I don't like it. I don't like him either. He couldn't travel to Indiana immediately, so he sent his assistant, Robert Stites. Stites. He's he. What? Blah, 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 blah. Do the whole. Oh, God. <laughs> She As I tear up your house. <laughs> she was so mad she messed it up. She just punched the lamp. I'm so tired of not being able to read. I'm so angry. Um, where was I? I don't know. I can't read. Uh, okay. Englert couldn't travel to Indiana immediately, so he sent his assistant, Robert Stites. Stites was only supposed to take photographs and document evidence. 
Since then, Seitz has admitted that he's not a crime scene reconstructionist, has never taken a basic bloodstain analysis course, and has almost no scientific background of any kind. So it would be us going to a crime scene and being like, that looks fishy. I don't like that. that yeah, but go. we could nail it, though. Yeah, but they shouldn't believe us. <laughs> like, they need to get an expert in there. I mean, we kind of are experts, though. No, we're not. <laughs> no. But I've seen so much forensic files, though. That's what this dude was saying. <laughs> no, Peter like, Thomas I, taught me everything I know. He's like, but I watch the ID channel, so. So I know what I'm doing. Here's my degree. Here's my degree. <laughs> my ID channel degree. Here's my ID degree. <laughs> All right. So the prosecutors claim that David went to play basketball. Then when he set out during one of the games, he went home, shot his family, then returned to the gym before anyone could notice he was gone. Oh, okay. Because that makes sense. Yep. An interview with the 11 witnesses say that they never noticed any bloodstains on him. He wasn't acting weird, and they honestly never saw him leave the gym. Prosecutors also claim that David was molesting Jill, and that was his motive for the murder. They said that Jim had... Jim. <laughs> Jill had told Kim, and Kim was threatening to leave. So, hang on. Okay. So, even if this had happened... And, guys, there's, like, no evidence this shit none what happened. None whatsoever. Yeah. But if this had happened, she... You're saying that Kim would have threatened to leave, and that's it? I, if, my, if I found out my husband was yeah, doing would, something with be, my children, he be, would be dead. I was about to say... He would be the dead one. He, yeah. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So, okay, go ahead. There was also blood spatter evidence on David's shirt. And with that flimsy evidence, just two days after the murder, David Cam was arrested and charged with triple homicide. David was not allowed to even attend the funeral for his family. Instead, at midnight the night before, he was led into the church, handcuffed and shackled, and given five minutes to say goodbye. I think that's awful. That is awful. I can't even... Yeah, that's that sucks. I mean, but then again, if the police think that he... He is innocent till proven guilty. I'm just saying. I understand if they think he did it, but I don't care. In the American justice system, you're supposed to be innocent till proven guilty. Okay, she's yelling at me, y'all. What is this on my finger? Do you see it? That's a fingerprint. No. What is, <laughs> fingerprints freak me out. <laughs> In case you decide to commit a crime, just burn them off before you commit a crime. Okay. Okay. So David's first trial began January 24th, 2002 in Floyd County with a jury that came from Johnson County. The prosecution claimed that the blood spatter on David's shirt was high-velocity impact spatter from him shooting his whole family. The defense team said it was from when David reached across the back seat of the Bronco to pull out Brad when he was trying to perform CPR on him when he thought he was still alive. Now, in the open arguments... Oh, what? Who? All right. Now, in the opening arguments... Prosecutors also said that there was a call from David's cell phone from his home at 719, which would mean that David and the other 11 witnesses were all lying about him being at the gym. But a Verizon employee testified that there was a glitch that day, and the call was actually put through at 619, which would fall in line with David's story. And they actually said on the Dateline thing that I watched that it's because Indiana is actually in two time zones. Yeah. And so the time zones were... Messed up. Yes. Or, yeah. Who created time... Why is there a time zone? I don't get it. I don't know either. Why does it have to be a different time everywhere? What? What? <laughs> <laughs> Your eyes just got so big. I just blew my own mind. <laughs> <laughs> she said, why does it have to be a different 
didn't everybody have the same time? What? I don't. <laughs> I don't. This throws off everything. The days are different. Uh huh. What? What have you been doing with your life? <laughs> Sex, drugs, and rock and roll. What? <laughs> <laughs> I know it is. Oh, I know it is. Okay. Um, why is time <laughs> like that though? <laughs> oh my God, I'm not going to be able to sleep tonight. You asked some of the hardest questions <laughs> to answer. Why is English? Why are names? And why is time? <laughs> <laughs> what do you want from me? This is a All the answers. I need the answers, y'all. Oh, why is time? <laughs> and why is there climate everywhere, too? What I don't understand. <laughs> it only rains in Seattle. I mean, right? <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm laughing so hard, my glasses are fogging up. Oh, my God. <laughs> Cheese and crackers. Oh, uh, hold please. I got heartburn. My leg is stuck. My leg. <laughs> Help me. <laughs> okay. No, but for real. Why is why is time like that? Because it makes sense. How does it make sense? Because I don't know, it just doesn't. Because right now it's morning. Like the sun is shining on the other side of the world. So we have, so like right now in like Asia, it's daytime. I think they're 12 or 13 hours ahead of us or behind us. I can't remember. What, I think it's ahead. So, so we right have, now it's like their lunchtime. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I figured out how to distract you from answering a hard question. <laughs> All right. Go ahead. <laughs> okay. So also with this comes the issue with the physical evidence. There was a handprint on the outside of the Bronco that didn't belong to anyone in the family. Um, and there was also a sweatshirt issued from the Indiana DOC with backbone inscribed in the label. They were never investigated further. Like, seriously? Why are you looking at me like I did it? Well, because you should be outraged with me. Be mad with me. I mean, I am outraged. I was. They found a sweatshirt. You're the rager. And it was like near, I'm pretty sure it was near Brad. Maybe it was near Kim. Anyways, and they never invested, like, they didn't know whose it was. When you see a sweatshirt from. Departments of Corrections, why wouldn't you be like, oh shit, hey, that might be important? Just like a sweatshirt at a murder scene in general. I mean, <laughs> or how about an, or like a handprint you don't recognize on the family car where they were all murdered? Yes. Okay. Hence right, maybe, why, maybe hence, we are experts. I told you, <laughs> I was just getting ready to say that. Hence why I said we would have been the experts. This blood spatter stuff is ridiculous. Yes. Okay. Uh, now onto the blood, blood spatter found on David's clothing. David's defense team said it was from reaching over Jill when he tried. Hang on. So there was eight, eight. tiny drops of blood on David's shirt. And that's all that was ever found. Bottom left hand side, like right near the hem of his shirt. All right. So David's defense team said it was from reaching over Jill when he tried to grab Brad out of the Bronco. Um, and so this is a dispute between Engelert and Stites. Stites claimed that he discovered what he believed to be the high-velocity impact spatter on David's shirt. He says he called Englert with his findings and described them over the phone, and that Englert agreed and said, that's what, it, that's what they are. 
Um, and at the end of the phone call, Stites told Stan Faith he was 100% certain about his findings, and that was the main reason to have him arrested. But Englert de- testified in a dis-, dis What? Deposition. Deposition. I knew a word and she did it. I did know. Hi, time to celebrate. Everybody get a drink. For some reason, I just <laughs> wanted to say disposition. I don't know why. Um, but Englert testified in a disposition. Oh, my God. <laughs> deposition. <laughs> I know all the words. I know all the words. What's name Kelly again? doesn't know any what. <laughs> Englert. Stakes. <laughs> what? Uh, anyways, he testified that he would never have agreed with findings like that over the phone. Jim Niemeyer. Niemeyer? Niemeyer? I like Niemeyer. Mm-hmm. It's catchier. Um, was the most experienced detective on this case. Quickly realized Stites. Stites was a load of crap. Yeah. Just him in general. Yeah. <laughs> Just in general. Stites was a load of crap. Yeah. <laughs> and then he didn't belong at the crime scene. He tried to take his concerns up the chain of command, but Faith was adamant that Stites stay on the case. Stites and Englert were among the key witnesses for the prosecution. Faith kept referring to Stites as professor, and Stites told the jury he had investigated homicides for the U.S. Army, Naval Intelligence, and the FBI. All this was later proven false. So why wasn't this perjury? I mean, it is. He was lying under oath on the stand. Yeah, it is. I never said it wasn't. But I haven't, like, I never heard anything about him getting any kind of Mm-mm. reprimanded or anything. Nope. Oh, American justice. All right. Um, wait, hold on. Before we go to this, I want to talk about, I want to take a pause. All right, so the blood spatter. So, so their blood spatter, the eight small spots on the left-hand corner of the shirt, doesn't even make sense. If he's leaning into the car, that part of his body is blocked by the side of the car. Depending it, on it's, what it's, side it's he's leaning. It's a two-door leaning. Bronco. Depends on what side he's leaning in. He leaned in to the passenger side. Okay, so if you lean into the passenger side... You're covered... It was on the left corner, the left bottom corner of his shirt. It could have been dripping from her shoe, her leg. Like them claiming that he shot her. Oh, yeah. There's no way the spatter would have gone all the rest of him and just yeah. curved around the outside of the car and landed just there. Yeah. I thought you meant there was no way for him to... No, no, because it makes sense if he leaned over her yeah, and that's her what head I was, saying. was down. Oh, yeah. Oh, sorry. I just thought about it and it's really upsetting. Whew. Sorry. <laughs> Are you okay? It's just so upsetting. Um, somebody come get her because <laughs> I don't know what to do when people act like this. Sorry. It's very sad. This is why we record in separate houses. I know. <laughs> sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> It's just very uh, upsetting. Uh, there, like there. I just realized we're talking about a dead child, and now I'm very, very sad. Uh, there, there, there. Thank you. <laughs> do you want a Do you want a Reese cup? Kinda. Okay. No, I'm okay. Oh. Um. Sorry, I'm gonna go back to just talking like it, like it's not really happening. Um, it wouldn't even make like the blood spatter. Like everything would have gotten everywhere. Yeah, like he was not on shielded one. by everything except for that one tiny little spot. Yes. Yes. Okay. Sorry, I wanted to go into that because, like, as I was listening to them try, it didn't even make sense. No. The way they described it. Okay. So, before the trial, David's attorney, Michael McDaniel, had the DNA from the sweatshirt tested by an independent independent lab in Minnesota, and a DNA profile was confirmed. And so, that was from the gray sweatshirt in the um, garage that they never, they didn't identify that had backbone on it. Um, McDaniel took that information to Faith and asked him to run the DNA through CODIS. Come to find out, Faith never had that done, but he told McDaniel that there was no match. Um, so, and then actually in the Dateline thing, uh, the interviewer guy was like, 
well, so did you lie and say you got it done? He goes, well, a lie is like a deliberate misrepresentation oh of the... And I'm just like, dude, so yes. Yes, that's you lied. I, yes. Um, anyways, also the guy had the most heinous facial hair. It was only on his jowls. On his what? Jowls. I'm sorry, what? This part. I don't know what that means. And not on his chin, not on his face. It was literally like, you know, when you're really heavy, you have like the extra chin down here. Hello? There's a name for that? It's called jowls. <laughs> <laughs> And that's just where his facial hair was. On his second chin? Yeah, that's all. Maybe he couldn't see it. All right, anyways, sorry. And I don't normally make fun of people's looks, but he's trash, so. Um, mm, So in the end, the jury found David guilty. And on April 11th, 2002, he was sentenced to 195 years in prison. (sighs) Can you imagine? 195 years in prison? No, your whole family's murdered, and now you're convicted of it? Yeah. And now you're in prison? Yeah. No, thanks. Um, there's no table hey, here. Watch to, out. To press my arm on. All right. right here. Okay. Can you put up like a guardrail? Um, no. You did not actually proof your house. I did not. <laughs> no. Nope. Sure did. My seven-year-old is fine in here, so I assumed you would be. My bad. Oh, about that. <laughs> okay. Um, so his conviction... <sighs> Tell me again how you know all the words. <laughs> <laughs> Because that word is the word and. <laughs> I know what deposition is, though. Don't give me them three-letter words. I don't know what that means. I'm too smart to use those. What's the second month of the year? <laughs> February. February. Have we had a February yet in this case? No. His conviction and sentence was appealed. In August of 2004, the Indiana Court of Appeals overturned the conviction because the accusations of infidelity and molestation of David's daughter had no evidence to back it up and that false information had biased the jury. Well, hold on. I want to pause. He actually did cheat on his wife. Well, yeah, but that doesn't mean he's going to murder his wife. No, no, no. You're absolutely right. Being Being an adulterer does not make you a murderer. I just wanted to point out that that was actually true. But... One thing does not mean the other thing. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I know that. I just wanted to make sure we were putting the information out there. You can cheat on your wife and also not be a murderer. Oh, that's good to know. Right? (laughs) Where am I? The charges were filed once again and a new trial was to begin. But before that could happen, the DNA from the sweatshirt um, was discovered to belong to a man named Charles Boney. Boney. (laughs) Boney. It's pronounced Boney. It's Boney. (laughs) Bonet would have the little... It's pronounced Bonet. I'm a T and a flippy. That's how he pronounced it. What's that flippy thing? I have. I couldn't tell you what the name of it is, but that's how they pronounce it on the Dateline thing. Okay. Like, including him. Well, name, Charles Bonet. He's fancy. Discovered. He's also really creepy to watch talk. Sorry. Okay. But before... I think I took the, the Dateline thing how out. How dare you? I don't know what I was doing. I was like, I didn't put this in here. Where'd this come from? And then I forgot that you can... Like me. I, oh no, sorry. Sometimes I research stuff too. Sorry, I wasn't used to it. Um, but before that could happen, the DNA from the sweatshirt was discovered to belong to a man named Charles Bonet, as Kelly says. Mm-hmm. He, was com- he was a convicted felon whose nickname in prison was Backbone. Oh, what a coincidence. Mm-hmm. Um, he had a history of holding women at gunpoint and stealing their shoes. And remember, Kim's shoes were set up on top of the Bronco. Again, another coincidence. The DNA on the sweatshirt was consistent with Bonet placing his arm around Kim's neck and coming in contact with her mouth. 
Police were the ones to suggest that David and Bonet were in this together. That makes me so mad. Like, they refused to admit they were wrong. Right. I'll, I'll get to that in a second because I, I have a theory. Okay. Yeah, Bonet's nickname back in his earlier days was the Shoe Bandit. Ew. Right? Isn't that a dumb nickname? I'd be so mad. Well, it's like the Wet Bandits from Home Alone. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> Did I just get you excited? I don't know what just happened. I know it's been a while, but... Same girl. That's where I went. (laughs) (laughs) The wet bandits. (laughs) Oh, am I laughing or crying? All right. Okay. All right. The police and prosecutors came up with this theory. That David met Bonet playing basketball one day at a nearby park, and David propositioned him to help kill his family. Because that's that's, what people do. I do that when I'm playing basketball all the time. Yeah. Um, Bonet claims that he brought the gun to the scene. David killed his family, then turned the gun on Bonet. Bonet said he took off when David tried to shoot him, but the gun jammed. Um, So what, like to go more into that, he actually said that he started to shoot him and the gun jammed, so he chased David down. And that's why he's, like, stuff was in the garage. And, like, he tripped over the shoes and then bent down to pick them up and put them on the Bronco so he wouldn't trip over them. If I had to pick up everything I ever tripped over. Yeah, his stories changed, like, more than They J- did. More yeah. than Jay from Serial. His, yeah. his stories changed. Um, more than Jay from Serial. <laughs> <laughs> Jay totally did it. Oh, my gosh. Um, they would have a very... Interesting conversation. This dude and Jay from Syria. Yes. <laughs> Let's just make up all the stories. <laughs> all right. So when Bonet was first arrested after the DNA matched, his story continuously changed. After three interrogation sessions lasting for a total of over 20 hours, Bonet finally asked for an attorney. He, the, he, what? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, Ashley. What did you say? <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to read ahead. <laughs> My brain was like, no, that's not. You better stop. <laughs> His attorney he requested was Stan Faith. Faith had not won re-election for county prosecutor, and he had gone into private practice. So... There's another coincidence. Douche. This guy's trash. Both these guys are trash. So, in the second trial, Bonet and David were tried at the same time, but separately. They threw in conspiracy to commit murder as a charge for both of them as well, but the conspiracy charge would drop for David... Um, but he was still found guilty of murdering his family for the second time and was sentenced to life in prison without the possibility for parole on March 29, 2006. Bonet was convicted of murder and conspiracy to commit murder and was sentenced to 225 years in prison. After the second trial, the county prosecutor who took Stan Faith's place, Keith Henderson, had to resign after accepting a book deal over David Cam's trial. Why is everybody trash? Every single person in the county is like garbage. They're all like corrupt and every the god, they're the worst. They're the worst. Yeah, they're all they're just trash. Uh, aren't people supposed to go into this line of work to help people? Yes. <laughs> all right. Um, In June of 2009, Indiana Supreme Court reversed David's conviction due to speculative evidence. Cool. Now do Adnan. Um, In October of 2012, his third trial began. Touch DNA was introduced, and it was shown that Bonet's DNA was found on Kim's arm and in her underwear. And finally, after 13 years in prison, also, I don't know if it says anything here, but that handprint on the Bronco was Bonet's also. Duh. I'm sorry. 
Oh, did you say duh? Yeah. I thought you said the, and you were like starting a sentence, and I was really confused. No. <laughs> okay. Anyways. All right. So finally, after 13 years in prison on October 24th, 2013, David Cam was found not guilty and was finally released. <laughs> Why does it take me so much longer? <laughs> I've been sitting here for 10 minutes. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> and was finally released from prison. The bill for David's trials was around four and a half million dollars. Bill Lamb, WDRB. Um, <laughs> oh, okay. That was really fun. Yeah, it was. That was really good. That was impressive. Which is a news station. Um, he's a news station president, said, I wondered when Indiana taxpayers would get to stop paying fortunes and trial expenses and why any accused killer could possibly, possibly deserve so many do-overs. Well, now we have the answer, when they're not guilty. Donald Cam, David's father, said, we know a whole lot more about the injustice system. The word justice, I don't, I don't use that word no more. It's gone. Um, and I want to add in here that Kim's parents still think he did it. Yeah. Yeah. Which is just, it's really sad. Because I read a lot of the stuff where, um, like, David's parents and Kim's parents were, like, sit together at the trial at first. Mm -hmm. And then, like, towards the end, they, Kim's parents were like, yeah, no thanks, you're a murderer. It's really heartbreaking. It that is. the prosecution was so determined to um, back up their own crap. Like, they didn't want to say that they were wrong. Right. That they so, turned a whole family against each other. Right. So this is what I was thinking. Okay. So if he was the, or if he was an Indiana State Trooper, uh -huh. and he had resigned to start something else, mm -hmm. I wonder if he had done something or like pissed somebody off or something like that, and so everybody was like out to get him. I mean, that would surprise me because he seems like a real narcissist. Like he didn't do this, you know, he was innocent, but he seems like a real not dick. Yeah, he doesn't seem like a nice guy, so that wouldn't surprise me at all. And he um, was a flirt, and he was a cheater, and I wonder if he messed with the wrong person's wife or messed with the wrong trooper oh, or messed with... That's true. So, yeah, I had the same thought. Like, why were they so determined? And I wonder... I mean, you know, and it could be just that they were trying to protect their own butts. Like, we said it was this guy. We need to prove it was this guy so they don't think we're stupid. Sure. But it does seem very personal. Right. Like, um, uh, making a murderer. Yeah, the Stephen Avery? Yes. Like, they were after him from the jump. I don't think Stephen did it. I don't think Brendan did it. Brendan's Brendan not. Brendan definitely didn't no, do it, he, for sure. No offense, but he's not smart enough. He definitely, he did not do it, for sure. No. And Stephen Avery's also, once again, a trash person. And I don't really, I, ha I haven't, like, my knowledge of that case comes from listening to True Crimes Obsessed coverage of it. So I've, I haven't even watched the documentary because it's too long for me. But he definitely didn't get a fair trial. No. So. I don't think that I don't think that he did it. That's just my opinion. But they were, like, after him uh -huh, because. Because he, he was suing them because he, he had been wrongfully in prison for 18 yes, years or something like that for, for a rape that they set him up for. Yes. So I, I don't know if it's something like that or what. And then, how is this not. Okay, actually, Technically, triple jeopardy. I actually have an answer for this one. So okay. if the conviction's overturned, it's basically saying that doesn't count. Are you serious? Yes. Okay, so if he was found not... Okay, so technically he, on the third one, he was found not guilty. Now he's done. That's it. That's they cannot it. try him again. No. Not unless they overturn that conviction somehow. Can they overturn a not guilty conviction? 
Um, I imagine... I honestly don't know. I think they would be able to for the same reasons. Like, if they there was misconduct on the, on the side of the defense, they can say, okay, well, that was wrong, so we have to do this again. Mm, that's a good point. Interesting. And then, yeah, so states and Engler, n- nothing I could find that they were ever in trouble for, like you said, perjury or and anything. Engler- has, was actually involved in another. Yeah, I had that, that. I have that in my notes. Hang on. So I know that, like he, it was the serial killer Tommy Lynn, Tommy Lynn Sells, um, had murdered someone, and I think the mother was convicted of it on faulty. <laughs> <laughs> that was so rude. Your straw literally just jumped in the cup in the middle of my sentence. <laughs> okay. Anyway, so okay. um. I'm not reading on this. Your handwriting is too hard to read. It's How's not. You have very good handwriting. I'm sorry. I don't know why I said that. I didn't mean it. I don't know why I said it. I'm sorry. <laughs> Can you forgive me? Anyway, so it was Julie Ray or Rhea. I'm not sure how to say it. She was convicted for the murder. I think it was her daughter. Um, based on blood spatter evidence of a knife. And it turns out that he made it up, basically. And it was the serial killer, Tommy Lynn Sells, who'd actually murdered the person, the victim. And then... One of the um, expert, the one of the bloodstain experts who signed the complaint, Herb McDonnell, um, he was sued for slander by Englert because McDonnell called Englert a forensic whore. <laughs> <laughs> Sames. I mean, he kind of is <laughs> a liar for hire. Uh huh. A very smooth. What is that word? Charlatan. Yeah. And the Bin Laden of Bloodstains. Who is this dude? He should just write a book of insults. (laughs) Um, It's Herb McDonald. He's a bloodstain. He's some kind of bloodstain expert. I like him. Yeah. Um, And then all of, there was three people who had made the complaint against Englert before. Um, Herb McDonald, Stuart James. I'm sorry, four people. Terry Labor and Bart Epstein. And they all expressed that they believed David Kim was innocent. Like, they looked at all the evidence and everything, and they and were like... And this was during one of the trials, I think, wasn't yes. it? Yeah. And they were all like, yeah, no, that dude's innocent. Like, Englert and Sites are liar for hires and forensic whores. Liar for hires, forensic <laughs> I'm just going to call people forensic whores <laughs> all the time now. Isn't it? Insult that I've heard in a long time. <laughs> hey, you're such a forensic whore. <laughs> Sames... <laughs> Also, charlatan's a great insult. I don't even know what that means. It's like means. a faker. Oh. I was thinking it was like a chameleon. I don't know why, but isn't it a color? I think you're thinking of chartreuse. Okay. Tell me happy things that happened today. Um, we don't have happy things today. Okay. No happies. Um, our, so our, our things that happened today and our birthdays are very slim. Slim pickings today. Slim pickings. It was not a good day in history. Well, I'm sure it was. I just didn't know any of the people. So if I don't know you and it's your birthday, I'm sorry. Birthday <laughs> Happy birthday, you. people we don't know. Happy birthday. Um, so in 17, 17, 1781. What? Uh, Hamilton. Jeez. The siege of Yorktown began. I was thinking you were going to say like the year 17. Like. No, in 17, 17, 1781. With the shoulders? Okay, go ahead. The Siege of Yorktown began. Actually, I totally messed that up. I'm cutting that all out. That's 1789. Mm. <laughs> Sorry, Lynn McElroy. <laughs> Y'all have to break up now. Don't say that. Those are ugly words. Um, I'm going to tell them. 
Could you? And then also tell him I said, hey. <laughs> That's all. <laughs> just, mm. just tell him I said, hey. No. Hey. <laughs> all right. So the Battle of Yorktown, 1781. Um, the Siege of Yorktown again. Did you make this? I did. I like that. Thank that's, you. That's actually really cool. Yeah. That's, I noticed that. That's really cool. Thank you. I'm very crafty. Um, so, and then in 2015, adorable, adorable Trevor Noah replaced Jon Stewart as the host of The Daily Show. Mm. You don't think Trevor Noah is adorable? I don't know who that is. <gasps> Here, I'll show you. He's so cute. And he's got an accent. He's okay. He's adorable. He's really funny. You should watch his stuff. Okay. Anyways. Uh, okay, so in 1985, on this day, Shindong, which is um, a guy from a band that I really liked when I was in high school, Super Junior. It's a Korean band. It's his birthday. And then in 1987, Hillary Duff was born. Hillary! We love you, Hillary. Lizzie McGuire and stuff. And stuff. Stuff and Duff. <laughs> <laughs> you ever decided to do a porno? I just came up with the name Stuff and Duff. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, this took a weird turn. <laughs> so who's hot this week? Who have I been obsessed with? I don't really had time to... Ogle. Oogle. How do you say that word? Ogle. Ogle. I'm going to Google it. Ogle. Ogle. That's what Ogle. I said. Ogle. You said both. Like, you can't spit out what everyone <laughs> way. Like, I said that way. Let's listen to her again. <laughs> he was ogling her breasts. Ew, uh, Google. Ogle. A vaguely erotic, what? Ogle. Ogle. A lecherous look. A le- stare at in a lecherous manner. Like we were staring at those chicken dinners I made earlier. <laughs> 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 Get in my belly. Who was hot? Oh, I watched In the Heights this week. Um, And Anthony Ramos is in that movie. He's super hot. Who is he? Let me see. He, well, you'll see him. He's in Hamilton, too. Um, he's got, me and you do not have the same taste. We don't, but he's. You should hear him sing. His yeah, but is fantastic. Well, I don't just judge by like what they look like. I mean, he's fine, but like it's more than that. No, I know. Okay. Anyways, he's hot. And Chad Michael Murray, always <sighs> Thor, oh, always. Ooh, Robert Downey Jr. Because we were looking at Iron Man the other day. <sighs> <laughs> oh, 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 oh. The little sister in Black Widow. She is my new girl crush. Oh my God. Why did you hit me to tell me that? Because I'm super excited because she is super hot. I mean, she's not Scarlett Johansson hot, but. Who is? She's just perfect and it makes me sick. Because again, it's not just that she's hot, it's like her sassy attitude and her. Yeah, this girl, like, happy. she's like Russian. Mm-hmm. And so she's got like this amazing accent. I mean, you don't have to show me. I know who you're. Talking. I've watched all the commercials for it. But I want. Okay, to you can show, show me you her. Fine. I just I can't afford to actually watch it yet. I can't afford to pay thirty dollars for a movie. It costs thirty dollars to do it on Disney Premiere. Yes. Cheese and crackers. Yeah, I can't afford that. It's just I'm gonna have to wait. Thanks, Scarlett. I had to go to the theater to see it. I don't care. I'm glad. I'm proud of her. I'm glad she's doing it because it'll set a precedent for people who can't afford to do lawsuits against their film companies. No, let me show you her so we can ogle, ogle, ogle. so we can Long ogle enough. her. Um, and then, of course, as as per you, since I saw Hamilton. Mm. Yeah, she's gorgeous. She really is. She's gorgeous. I'd bring her home. She'd be like, please let me leave. <laughs> <laughs> <Aww>. <laughs> but I'll buy you snacks. 
She doesn't eat snacks. Are you kidding me? <laughs> That's why she's so hot. That's why she's so hot. <laughs> snacks. That's why I'll never be hot because I just like snacks too much. She looks at an apple and hops on a treadmill. <laughs> That's why I must all be a solid five for the rest of my life. Oh. I'm a, I'm a good like three and a half. If you if I get enough sleep and I have my hair done and I'm wearing makeup, I'm 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 four point seven. I'd give you a six. Thank you. You're welcome. That's so nice. Oh. Mm-hmm. My personality <laughs> makes up for a lot of it though. That's fine. <laughs> Um, and then, of course, since I saw, you know, you're not really a three and a half, right? Like, not joking. You know, you're not a three and a half, right? Go to bed. You're grounded. Go to bed. Are we still recording? Um, and then, of course, since I saw Hamilton, Lynn Manuel Miranda. <sighs> well, he wasn't in the Heights too, but he was a totally different look. Like he had a, he looked, he looked more like your type. I always think he's attractive because I'm just impressed by his, his self. That's sort of his look there. Oh yeah. See, that's more you. I'm a, I wish I could find. I wish I'd kept the movie now. So, <gasps> sorry, I'm not gonna make you watch it. Thank you. Um, you're already making me watch Hamilton. It's really good. I hope you like it. I really do hope you like it. Otherwise, I'm gonna be really sad. Are we gonna like break up if I don't like it? I mean, we'll have to see other people for a while. Oh. Oh wait, there's another. There's a scene I missed. Uh oh. And it had Lynn in it. Lynn Manuel Miranda. I can't call him Lynn. We're not buddies. Plus, he was speaking Spanish, which is a just hot anyway they talk so fast i know my spanish is so rudimentary it's like mm. so what rudimentary like it's really basic i can say hi how are you mucho gusto donde es el baño where is the bathroom nice that's all i need to know and that's all i got wait did we finish our hot people talk our hot people talk to like half of the last episode yeah that's okay because we didn't have that much this week yeah. Mine was literally all in manual related. Yep. That's and all yours was all like Marvel superhero related. Which is weird. Mm, right? Why? Because you're not a, like a superhero movie person. You haven't even seen them all. I've seen a lot of them. But you haven't seen Black Panther. No. Or Ant-Man. No. Paul Rudd. Oh, Paul Ant-Man. Rudd. I think you'd like Ant-Man. I love Paul Rudd. It's, and it's a little goofier. I think that's why I like Iron Man so much too. Because he's kind of like a... Like, he's kind of an asshole, but mm-hmm. he's, like, super smart. Mm-hmm. And so, and he's cute, too. So, it's, like, everything all combined. I would not like Tony Stark if I met him in real life. Why? Because he's such a, like, um, know-it-all. I'm like, no, I want to be the know-it-all. It's because you're a know-it-all. <laughs> I'm a know-it-all, too, but only about certain things. That Well, I'm, I guess I'm that way, too, really. Like, I'm happy to admit when I don't know something. Like, I would totally marry Tony Stark. Like, no problem. Well, I wouldn't marry anyone. It's better than Gwyneth Paltrow. You? Marrying Gwyneth Paltrow? No. Can we not, like, be mean to Gwyneth Paltrow again? She's still upset from last week. I still hate her. I still like you. Hate you. Like you. I don't love you, though. We're not there yet. <laughs> <laughs> One step at a time, please. <laughs> You're getting a little clingy for me, Gwen. <laughs> Bring it down a notch. <laughs> G-Pal, I need you to, like, chill. <laughs> Have y'all met each other's uh, mothers yet, or has she brought you home She's to meet her family? She's pushing for it, mm. and I'm just like, can you, oh, we've had a lot happen this year. I just need you to take a step back. Have y'all taken, like, a weekend trip together? Mm-mm. Mm, that's always first step. In fact, we haven't even gone to Target together. Oh, God. Break it off now. Well, like, because she has to wear, like, a hat and sunglasses, and it's just, it's it's too much for me. I'm like, I just want to go into Starbucks and walk around Target. Because that's, that's literally all we do when we go to Target. <laughs> 
Oh, look at all this stuff that we want to buy that we can't buy. We can't afford. <laughs> Back to the dollar section. <laughs> but wait, let's stop at the pins because I can always afford pins. <laughs> or paper clips. Or posties. Posties. <laughs> or, yeah, anything out of the school supply section. You always buy a book from Target. And a puzzle for me. <laughs> September 28th, 2000. 2000 feels like unfinished. I'm going to say 2000. I feel like it should be 2001. 2000. Zero. Two, zero, zero, zero. Yes. Okay. Yes. Is Riley still doing the she can. Facebook and Instagram thing? Okay. I have it. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram at A Date With Murder. Okay. Love you. Miss you. Bye. Love you. Miss you. Bye. Amen. 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 Amen, y'all. Hallelujah. Christ the Lord. 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 Ew, sorry. <laughs> Watch out. I spit. JK, I swallow. No, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. <laughs> things, things like that just come out my mouth and they... <laughs> I mean, they, I'd say things and they, I have hashtag no filter. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> are you ever sad that I'm your best friend? Because <laughs> we're like totally opposite when things like that. Sorry. It's why we were. What's the question? I don't even remember. Okay, bye. Bye. Oh. This one is Morse code, and it's for, hold on, not this one. Not this one. Not this one. Not this one. I'm rapidly losing interest. This one, this okay. bracelet. Mm -hmm. It's Morse code for I can and I will. Take a nap. Just, you need one underneath it that says take a nap. <laughs> or eat the snacks. All the snacks. I had some snacks. I had some snacks for the beach, but I ate them on the way here. Did you pull your nose ring out? No. Oh. Why? I don't know, because it was just looking at me. <laughs> <laughs> My nose ring doesn't have eyeballs, though. What? <laughs> I don't... Uh-huh. I was getting on this old lady's nerve because she really wanted to be in my section, and I wouldn't move. That's my favorite thing to do. Get on old people's nerves? Well, sure. But, like, because they always want to be, like, up, up in your face. Like, can you... Can you not? Some of them are so sweet. Like, I want to be really nice to them. But this lady could, like, <sighs> sighing at me. Instead of just saying, like, excuse me, I would have happily moved if she had just been like, excuse me. Nope. Don't sigh at me. No. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. You don't own the chip aisle. You don't own the kettle corn section. I own the chip aisle. Can I have some chips? No. I got me two bags of chips. <gasps> what kind of chips? Cheddar, jalapeno, Cheetos. Mm. I don't like Cheetos. Why? Who are you? Birth control time! <laughs> birth control party! Everybody take your birth control! Jill, <laughs> we well, I feel like I'm in school. I know, right? <laughs> we all have to turn pages at the same time. Because it's going to make editing so much more easy Sorry. if we're not trying to talk over the flipping page. Okay. <laughs> so I was... <laughs> I was doing something the other day, 
when was this Thursday? And I couldn't figure out how to pronounce the word pre- predicate, predicate, predictative. What? Predictive? Predictive? Predicative. Well, uh, give me the context. I don't remember. Is it like predictive text or something? Yeah. Predictive. I thought it was something different. Maybe I made up a di- maybe I made up a word and that's why I couldn't oh, pronounce it. Oh, that would it. be shocking. <laughs> you became hand sanitizer. What? <laughs> where? Hold on. Where am I? Where am I? I have a Nerf gun. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a baseball bat before. <laughs> I just. I, well, I mean, I'm gonna take my knife with me, but I'm. Gonna, well, I'll distract him. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> It's right in the forehead. Except it would distract you. You'd forget to fight him off and be like, Kelly, do it again. I can't believe you just actually hit him right in the head. Be like, wait a second. I know you're fixing to kill me, but did you see that? That was amazing. She has really good aim with that thing. Let's set up stuff and see if she can hit it. Wait, don't murder us yet. Just Hold on. Let's look play at this. A game first. And then we end up like getting snacks uh-huh, and like just becoming friends, friends and stuff. The pick of the peni. I don't like penises. I like saying peni, plural. It's penises. Pe- penises, plural. What? When you, it's What's like the plural for penis? Is it peni? Penises. No, but I like peni because it sounds oh. stupid. Like um, octopi? Like octopuses? Octopus eye? <laughs> <laughs> what? Continue reading. Because I'll oh. be on this for a day. Just kidding, Lynn Manuel. Miranda, don't. I'm not cheating on you or nothing. Um... <laughs> Meanwhile, Miranda's wife is like, what? <laughs> She's the one that listens. <laughs> right? <laughs> I'd also love to meet you. You seem fabulous, too.